Let's talk about nutrition, healthy habits, and three ways to live a more energized life. Let's do this. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants? and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. I am so excited to be talking to Michelle Walker today. She's a health and nutrition coach who helps busy moms implement healthy habits in a way that's easy and sustainable. She helps them ditch the diet mindset and promote small, manageable steps towards a healthier lifestyle. I'll take two of those, please. Michelle, thank you for joining us today. You know, there are so many questions I have to ask. I think to myself, do words like energy and excitement and hopefulness ring a bell to us moms? Or oftentimes it feels like, oh, tired. I need a nap and overwhelmed feel more relatable. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and why you really want to help moms live a healthier lifestyle. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. This is great. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, I'm Michelle Walker. I'm from Ontario, Canada. And, you know, when you mentioned that too, just those different words, you know, describing how we, it's almost like we think motherhood's going to be or how we envision it to be, right? And then sometimes reality hits us and it's like, oh, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. Uh, there's still parts of that, of course, but I think a lot more of the other stuff that we don't realize the overwhelm, you know, and, and so really, um, what got me into this health and life coaching and, and nutrition coaching is really about, I used to actually be a teacher, a full-time teacher and, you know, working full-time doing that with kids. And I was addicted to sugar and I would just found myself, you know, not fulfilled. I was just, I used to love my career when I started out and it, over the years, things just started to almost sort of unravel. You know, my kids were growing up. I was back to work full-time and, I just was feeling I was just going through the motions, you know, and then with addicted, you know, the sugar addiction that I was trying to battle, I just felt like my eating habits were out of control. I was trying to do better for my kids, but I was, you know, letting myself and my habits slide. And so, um, you know, fast forward a few years, I ended up becoming a health and life coach, really not even to be a coach, but just sort of for my own transformation. And when I kind of went through all of that, I realized what I had been sort of missing, you know, and like looking at my health in a whole different light and, you know, just taking care of myself. And so I think now, like what I know now, I wish I would have known then. Right. And so if I can help other moms who are in, you know, the state where I used to be, then that's what I want to do. Help them create these healthy habits that, you know, so they can live that life that they want to live and not be going through the motions every day, just sort of home exhausted, not enjoying their time with their kids. You know, it's, that's what it's all about. We become moms because we want to be enjoying our kids. And when we're, you know, finding that we're not able to do that, then that's just, you know, that's where um, that overwhelm comes in and that guilt, you know, that mom guilt that we all feel. So, you know, if I can help people get out of that, that's what I want to do. That is so relatable too. the mom guilt. We just grab it out of the sky. Like it was just made for us. The to-do list becomes our boss. And I love how you said that a lot of times that that pain point becomes a platform for change. And sometimes we don't make that change until something comes up. Like we get sick or we've got to go to the doctor or it something makes us change. And either, and I tell myself this all the time because I love sugar, but it makes me feel so bad. It makes me 
feel lethargic and, you know, it's like this great high for just a second and then it's not worth it. It's never worth it. Taking a nap at three o'clock, you need like a boost or coffee or something. And it, for me, it's like candy corn. As soon as the holiday hits, oh my goodness, it is just downhill after that first handful of candy corn. Can anybody <laughs> relate to this? So what do you do about that when, once I get the candy corn, I mean, it's just all or nothing. I'm like, I'm going to eat the cake and then the kids come home and they have pizza at nine o'clock at night. I want to chat with them and bond with them. What would you say to the mom who's like, we're just an all or nothing kind of person? Right. Yes. And you know, I think a lot of people struggle with the all or nothing, that mentality, you know, that it's either, okay, well, I've already done this. I might as well throw everything out the window and not worry about, you know, and just kind of eat whatever I want because I've already screwed up. You know, when we think of diet uh, mindset, right. A lot of, we live in a society where, you know, it's thrown at us all this diet culture. And so the idea that we have to be so either healthy and, you know, regimented everything we're eating or the opposite end of, okay, then I don't, won't do any of it. So it's really finding that balance and being okay with, you know, if it is fall and candy corn is your favorite, well then let yourself have some candy corn, you know, without feeling restricted that, because I think too, when we restrict ourselves, it's almost like we put ourselves back into when we're kids, you know, you take something away from kids or tell them they can't have it. Well, they want it that much more. Right. And it's sort of the same with us and food. And we we've grown up with this thought of food being bad or good, you know, and when we eat the bad food, of course, we start to feel bad or that we're bad or, you know, that guilt for eating what we shouldn't be eating or, you know, I shouldn't have that right now. And so what happens is, you know, it, it's sort of the struggle and it's almost like we have this power struggle with food and with sugars or sweets more likely, you know, and all the, the bad food. And so when we really have to kind of check our mindset and think, you know, why do I want this? Is it something that I'm just eating to eat because it's there and it's fall and I feel like I should because... I won't get it till next year. Or do we truly want this? You know, because there's lots of different reasons that we eat. And so really kind of being aware of, you know, why, what, what is it that you're wanting out of that, that food and to be okay, if it is a treat to, to allow yourself those treats, you know? Um, and so it's not always going to be that all or nothing, right? We really have to try to get out of that all or nothing mentality, because it's sort of what sets us up for, for failure, because um, it's not about having to be perfect with our diet. It's really just about making healthy choices most of the time. You know, it's funny because I never thought of myself as a, a person who tried to be perfect. I'm more of a laid back kind of girl and what comes my way, I'll just figure it out. But when you said perfection, it kind of hit me all or nothing mentality is actually perfection. It's like, well, I failed at it, so I'm just not going to do it at all. And I think a lot of moms suffer from that in many areas of their lives. I know it is for me. So what makes your tactics different from other coaches? Well, I like to think of myself as sort of that healthy-ish health coach. I said, like with the ish added there, because it kind of helps moms to realize like, oh, I don't have to be like this, the epitome of health in order to be healthy, right? Like we can still choose to do those things and eat those things. And, you know, it doesn't have to be um, all or nothing. And so be, by being healthy-ish, I think take some of that, um, the internal sort of struggle of what I need to do or what I should be doing. And it kind of makes it a little bit easier and maybe just sort of a little bit of relief that, oh, it doesn't have to be this way. And I can still eat candy corn and still be healthy, you know, um, because I think many times we feel that it has to be 
you know, we need to have the green shakes or the smoothies in the morning, you know, and all these things that we might not want to, we're not interested in that. We don't want to do that. I don't want to wake up at 5am and work out, but that's what the healthy people are doing. Right. And so it's really about trying to get those habits that work for your lifestyle and making some small, simple tweaks. So really about getting healthy ish, because once you're healthy ish, it's a lot easier to just kind of keep going, you know, but getting started can seem like a real, it's a real um, struggle sometimes, you know, to kind of just get the ball going, especially when you're picturing it to be so much more than it really is. Ooh, I love that term healthy ish. So I'm not depriving myself. I can have some of those things. And I think too, if we see the day in quadrants, like, you know, four pieces instead of just all or nothing, because that's a long day, say 12 hours, right? (laughs) If we can see it as like, oh, I messed up in the morning, but I'm going to do better in the afternoon, or I messed up in the evening and I'll do better tomorrow. So I see what you're saying there. I've been reading this book by James Clear and it's the Atomic Habits. Oh yes, I have it right beside me. (laughs) Yay. So Atomic Habits. It's such a great book. Guys go out and buy it. Just grab it on Amazon today. But he says every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So no single instance will transform your beliefs. But as the vote builds up, so does the evidence of your identity. Every little vote for yourself, because I think if we were relying on someone to save our child that was out in the middle of the ocean, we would do everything we could to protect that person and give them all the resources they need. We're often the last person that we help as an advocate for ourselves. We're that person, like the hub of communication to take care of those kids, right? I have a friend and she actually, during the holidays, instead of like eating all the candy corn, she decided she was going to lay low and like get healthy. And she ran her first marathon New Year's Day. So I'm like, what little habits could we do right now to like come out on the other side and say three months? Yes. I love that because it is, it's the little habits every day. And that's one of, that's why I love that book. And I recommend it to my clients all the time, just because, you know, it's, it is about our, our everyday habits. And So even just thinking about where, you know, when you picture how you want to live your life as a healthier person, like what are some of those habits that, that is it maybe just not hitting snooze in the morning and getting up, right? It might be something simple like that, like, you know, practicing, just getting out of bed in the morning because then your morning will run smoother. You'll have more time, you know, so it's little things like that. It doesn't have to be your whole entire morning created, but even by getting out of bed for, for a week without hitting snooze, then you might notice that, oh, now I can have time to maybe put it and do a 20 minute little workout if I want or have a good breakfast. So it's all the little things like that, that are just, um, again, those votes for that, that person that you're becoming. And so, yeah, I don't think of going into the holidays because I think a lot of us focus on the negative and like, oh, no, we're going to, you know, holiday parties and all the food and we're going to and that's OK. You know, you think about that if you have a holiday party allow yourself that day. It's one day out of the next three months, right? That, you know, or maybe there's a couple days here and there and Christmas dinner. Like those are all things that we should feel that we can go out and just enjoy ourselves. But it's all the other days that we're still making some healthy choices. Doesn't have to be every choice that you make throughout the days. But again, when you're thinking about what you're, you know, that's that tally, are you tallying more votes for the healthy version or more votes for the unhealthy version, right? So it's kind of keeping track. The more healthy ones you have, the, that you'll start to identify as a healthier person. That's true. You were offering three actionable steps on how to solve this problem. What would you say for the mom who travels, but then that turns into three cheat days. So what would you suggest if I'm going to that party or at work where they have the donuts? Like what is my step to 
substitute healthier meals. Well, it's funny that you mentioned cheat day because that's usually something that I try to tell my clients not to say because cheat, we don't want to think that we're cheating because it's a cheat. We have such a negative connotation with cheat, right? But it's just something that we, we've always called them cheat days right? because we feel like we're cheating off of a diet plan, right? But um, so what I'd like to just tell people is to have a plan, like plan to have those treats in your, in your week, in your day, wherever it might be. Like, because I think when we think about, oh, I'm going to try to eat healthy today, but then something does happen at work or yeah, people bring the donuts or whatever it might be. And then we feel like, uh oh, now what do I do? Right. So, but if we're eating healthy, like 80% of the time, it's not going to really matter if you have that donut, right? You've eaten a really healthy day. Like it doesn't matter if you have one treat in the day. And if it's not, especially if it's not an everyday thing. And so really kind of allowing yourself, even if it's planning out your week, okay, Friday night, we're going to have pizza. And this is kind of our, and putting it in your plan because you'll enjoy it more for one. And, you know, when you do have those, it's not something that you're going to feel like you're restricting yourself from having, right? So, you know, these things, available to you, you can have them. And you know, the more that you eat more healthy foods, you're going to start to realize that you won't necessarily crave the other things as much when you know that you can have them. It's when we restrict ourselves that oh, I can't have sugar ever again. Now I'm just going to, oh, that's all I'm going to want. Uh, but for someone that struggled with a sugar addiction, that was something that, you know, I can still now eat sugar without going completely down the rabbit hole on it where like I used to, you know, so that's a huge, huge win. Yeah. It just, it's nice to be able to have, feel like I'm, I'm in control over my sugar. I love that. <laughs> I love it because you're like, it's not a cheat. You're actually giving someone permission, freedom to go, okay, this was actually in the plan. We're going to dive all in. I'm going to enjoy all the ooey gooey goodness of this. And then I will move on. So that's a great point. What what would be your second actionable step? To actually like sort of celebrate the healthy choices that you make in a day, because I don't think many of us give ourselves enough. We're not giving ourselves the credit that we do make healthier choices. We'll focus on the one thing that we didn't eat instead of recognizing that we are, you know, eat, making better choices. And just if, even if it's having a side salad, you know, you're going out for dinner. So you've had a side salad instead of the French fries or things like that, you know, that, we can make those um, simple shifts kind of throughout the day and just noticing, you know, when we start to incorporate more of those foods in our day, there will be less room for the other stuff, right? If we've had a really good lunch and that's full of great things, we're probably not going to be looking for something at two o'clock in the break room, you know? And so when we start to really focus on the, the good things and then um, and celebrating the good choices that we're making, then we'll be more aware that, oh, wait, I, I actually am making some good choices here. And, you know, and that again becomes that identity, which is in what James Clear really promotes, right? Is that yes. it's our identity. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So for the mom out there who are thinking like, Okay, so my kid did something really dumb today and I just want to go grab chocolate or, you know, that trigger food where I just like, oh, I'm just going to go grab that coffee or that thing that I know that makes me in the end lethargic or I sneeze or it makes me feel bad. But in that moment, you just want to grab hold of it and do it like it's almost like allowing you some sort of control. What would you say? Yes. You know, and I can relate to that hundred percent because I, I used to do that, you know, like I would get upset, frustrated, whatever it was. And I, my first thing would be to go to the fridge. And even knowing I shouldn't be doing this, I would just almost be mad, right? I'm going to do this anyway, and this is going to make me feel better. Uh, yeah, but it's really, like I'm saying, I'll show you. I'm going to eat a half a gallon of ice cream. Exactly, <laughs> right? And we're really only hurting ourselves by doing that, right? And so what I, with my clients, is a lot of people do struggle with this. Um, it's recognizing those emotions, right? And why you're having these feelings and what can you do to 
to have some of a different habit in place where it is like, okay, what, what else makes you feel good? Right. Maybe it's just getting out for a walk, listening to some music, you know, calling a friend. And because when you know, it's really just, it's your mood, your emotions that are controlling it, not that you're hungry and you want that. And so when we can see that and and be aware of it, right. Cause a lot of times we'll do it out of habit or it is just automatic. We don't really think about it. And so when we can stop ourselves and kind of realize, wait a minute, what's actually going on here? And then kind of make a plan uh, to do something different, you know, and even telling a friend about that as well, like your plan. So, you know, when I'm feeling like this, I'm going to give you a quick call so that you can, you know, walk me through this. Yeah, there is something to be said for accountability, because when I don't have it, what I do now is I just write down everything I eat and then I send it to a friend. And they'll take a look at it. And I know for me, I think, oh, I just hate to write the word donut on there. You know, I'll do that on the weekend, but I don't want to use that card for the weekday. Sometimes my mentality is, is I work really hard for three days and I don't see any changes. (laughs) Now, I know it took me a while to get to this place, but I just, I'm like, oh, and then I sabotage myself and I'll do something like eat pizza with my kids a couple of days in a row. What was I doing? It just feels like I'm in a a cycle. How do you get out of that? When we feel like our, our health is more of like, we have an end goal. That's usually what happens. Or we we feel like it's an end goal. Like I want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds, whatever it might be, or this is, or we'll sign up for a workout program that's 30 days long. And so we, it's almost like we are treating our health as though we have this end goal rather than the whole process, right? Like it should really be our whole lifestyle change. And so if, you know, we don't want to necessarily focus on if there is a goal weight, because I do realize like people want to have, you know, like I'd feel better at this weight because I know that's my, my body, you know, needs. Um, So, but if we're focusing on the healthy habits and doing those most of the time, you know, eventually it is going to, it will happen. And so I feel like a lot of us focus, we don't give ourselves enough time to really get these habits in place. And we feel like we need to see results right now. And, you know, if we're not, then what's wrong. And, you know, and there are sometimes things that are wrong. Maybe there is something with, you know, hormones or whatever it might be that it's not going to. And so that's a totally different issue. So, you know, it is good to be aware of when things, when you're really doing all of these things and still not seeing results, but many of us, I think do kind of get into this mindset of, well, this is what I think I should look like, or this is what I think I should, you know, have lost by now. And so why haven't I, and, you know, it's sort of, or, have we been sometimes it's our body might not even do that anymore right we've had kids we're we're now (laughs) turning 30 40 whatever it might be right so our body isn't going to be the same as it was even if we do all the workouts and eat all the healthy food Uh, and so sometimes it it might even just be that right starting to figure out this new body that you have now and just making sure that you're nourishing it the right way and fueling it properly Oh, that's a good point. So we're in the long game here. It took us a little while to get into this and it's going to take us a while to get out. And really it is just a daily thing instead of like, oh, just, you know, trying to conquer the weekend. What would be like, just if I opened my pantry up some simple swap foods that I could kind of go back and forth on that would be healthier than some of the things that I typically would eat in a day? For sure. This is a great question. Uh, I like to, when I mentioned with new clients, I always talk about how you want to look at the ingredient labels for sure. So look at anything. You don't want to have foods in there that have a bunch of chemicals or things that you can't pronounce because even things like chips, you know, uh, so potato chips can have, if you buy a can of Pringles and you look, there's probably 30, I think there's like 25 to 30 ingredients in potato chips. <laughs> and then there's and other who brands. Can, who can yeah. eat just one? I mean, it's like they come in stacks, right? <laughs> and that's just it, right? So you think you're just eating potatoes, but really you're putting all kinds of chemicals and things in your body that you don't even know what they are. 
Whereas there are other brands that are just potatoes, oil, and sea salt, right? So just even the two different kinds of chips. So it's not about having to give up chips. It's making that healthier swap for, okay, if I'm going to eat chips, I'm going to make sure that they're a healthier, healthier chip. Uh, but so you can do that for a lot of things, you know, and I even say with yogurt, like so many things have hidden sugars in them and, you know, fruit bottomed yogurt. That's not the Greek kind of just sort of regular yogurt has so much sugar. So you can make a simple swap of just buying Greek. And then you could even start to move toward like mixing plain yogurt with your, with the flavor and start to, you know, even so cutting back on sugars that way. Um, and so it's really just about, you know, with, um, chips as well. I was thinking too, I like to just do taco, you know, taco chips with salsa. Is it like a, a better snack maybe than, you know, put ketchup potato chips or something, you know, so there are different ways of just sort of nuts, different things to have some healthy snacks that you can still sort of get that, that snacky crunch that you're looking for, whether it's salty or sweet, there's lots of different alternatives to um, sweets out there, like little date balls I like to make. So instead of cookies, like, so there's some great ideas when it comes to still being able to have these snack foods. Like, you know, when you, when you do just feel like having a snack and you just want to sit down and munch on something or because let's face it, we, are, we usually want to do that at some point during the week. And so, yeah, there's lots of different alternatives to having just some healthier options for those things. Oh, that's a great point. You know, as we're wrapping this up, what is something that you, some advice or something you would like to leave listeners with? Well, I think a big thing is really just to think of this as the long game, you know, and don't try to think of your health as something you have to set aside for and all these hours in the day and make it harder than it has to be. It really doesn't have to be hard. We make it hard. by thinking we have to do everything and be perfect in all of these things. So it's really about taking those simple, small steps, because if we're taking small steps in the right direction, we will eventually move forward and get to where we want to be, right? When we think we have to take a giant leap and be there already, that's when we fall back and just give up because it's too hard. So just give, you know, grace and, you know, give yourself some grace and just, yeah, like play the long game and know that little small steps are actually going to help you in the long run. Yeah. It's a vote for yourself, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Well, how can people reach you? Well, they can find me. I do have a website, michelledoncoaching.com. And my Facebook group, I have a, you know, it's a group called Healthy Eating and Habits for Busy Moms. And I love to just share in there. It's a free group. And I'm always sort of, we do little challenges and I go live and do some trainings and share recipes and things like that. So that's a great place to find me as well. That is awesome. Yeah. I was thinking about, you said the date balls and I was like, Ooh, I'm all in. I need to go look that up. (laughs) Yes. I I can go share that pumpkin spice date balls. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Stop it. You say pumpkin spice, anything. And I am there. You are so awesome. I really appreciate you, Michelle, you know, just giving us healthier eating habits. You just can't go wrong. And we just appreciate you so much. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. Until next time, here's to living your best life. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Until then, here's to living your best life.